Welcome to the Sleep Like a Boss podcast. If you're struggling with sleep and have tried everything that Google, your friends or Facebook groups have recommended and you're still struggling, stop looking for that one thing to fix your sleep. The human body is complex and one single supplement or lifestyle fix is likely not going to be the solution. Here on the Sleep Like a Boss podcast, we dig into all aspects of sleep for you and unravel the complexity. My name is Anika Carroll. I'm the new CEO of Sleep Like a Boss, and me and my team are here to end the epidemic of sleep deprivation. Let's get started. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sleep Like a Boss podcast. I'm Anika Carroll, women's sleep and health coach and functional practitioner. And I was recently asked why I mainly work with women as a sleep coach, while there's so many men out there who also struggle with insomnia. And I thought that was a very fair question. And I wanted to dive in a little bit into women and sleep today. And um, yeah, I think one of the main reasons that I mainly work with women is A, I'm female and B, I've had my struggle with insomnia and burnout. And I really understand the female body and I really want to support women in feeling better because we have so much on our plates and a lot of that really, it, that's our role, I think, to a degree in society. Um, but I think a lot of that also really breaks us down. And while we in our 30s and 40s might not notice that, what I'm seeing in women who are older, who go into perimenopause and menopause, if we don't manage our health and stress in our 30s and 40s, we're just going to hit a rough road when we get older. And that is really what I'm trying to avoid. And I'm trying to educate and support women and get their sleep and energy back and avoid burnout or help them out of it if they're already in it. So, um, and if we look into why, uh, what is it with sleep and women and how is it different from men is actually um, interesting that according to the CDC, less than a third, um, uh, less than two thirds of women get enough sleep every night. So that is like over 60% of women not making the recommended seven to nine hours. And uh, yeah, so what is enough sleep? Seven to nine hours, that's a very broad um spectrum of hours of sleep that is recommended and there's also a general recommendation so this recommendation is for men and women alike and what I'm seeing in practice is that yes men often can get by more on six seven hours while, while women we actually don't do so well on that so there is still a lot of debate I think in the field about how much sleep is ideal or should women get, should men get? There's just been a recent study released that said women need about 20 minutes um, a day more than men, which I think is, there's still so much bioindividuality and 20 minutes doesn't really sound like a lot. Um, apparently, according to other studies, women do sleep 11 minutes a night more than men. And this sounds like nothing, right? If you're somebody who really struggles with sleep, you're like, like 20 minutes, 11 minutes, come on. I need like two, three extra hours because I'm struggling. I'm sleeping four or five hours a night and that's it. And um, I'd be happy if I got to six and I totally get you because I've 
I've been there too when a lot of my clients are there and, and you can get there. You can get to the more sleep. We just have to get to the underlying issues of what it is. So um, I think general consensus is women do need more sleep. Um, and and the reasons for that are actually quite multifaceted. One really big one for sure is hormones, right? We are structured hormonally very differently from men. So while men have um, testosterone as one of their main hormones, um, that testosterone actually follows a 24-hour cycle, which is very similar to our sleep-wake cycle. So, and their body has the ability to, it pumps out a lot of testosterone in the morning, like we do cortisol, and it has the ability to synthesize that throughout the day and give them somewhat steady energy throughout the day. And this whole synthesizing of testosterone isn't affected as much by sleep deprivation as women are when they get bad nights of sleep. And the reason being a lot of the hormones for women are actually replenished in the adrenals and the adrenals work in do this replenishing work overnight and it starts at as early as 9 p.m so if we go to bed at one in the morning um because we had so much to do and never got a minute for ourselves and we just stretched it to the limit and then we couldn't fall asleep um or we woke up in the middle of the night and we're up for three hours and we're staring at the bedroom ceiling we're really depleting the body of its processes to make and synthesize these hormones and get us ready for the next day. And um, so that is why sleep is, is sleep deprivation really has a big effect on women. Women also, and that is partially related to all the, the hormonal fluctuations we have with our cycles, right? Because we're not on this 24 hour cycle, we're on more whatever, 26 to 35 day cycle um we are also a lot more prone to mood disorders like anxiety or depression and um if we don't get sufficient sleep we show we easily show um mood issues we show up with irritability we show up with anger and um, we can be really snappy and very short fused. And that is because sleep regulates emotion, specifically during REM sleep. And the longer we sleep at night, the later phases of sleep give us more REM sleep. And if we cut that short, then we just set ourselves up for like an instable mood the next day. And that happens very, very quickly. Um, those are really big. And I think with women, um, this other challenge that we have is that once we have this bad nights of sleep, that our inability to handle stress is just increases significantly. Like, like I was just saying, our mood is bad the next day, like where our adrenals haven't replenished. So we just have less capacity. And if this goes on for longer periods of time, yet you're really burning yourself out, right? You're setting yourself up for disaster. And um, a lot of people are like, yeah, you know what? That's great. And I still don't sleep. And why don't I sleep? And I think from what I'm seeing a lot in practice is um, there's a few things we really need to nail down to get the sleep back. And number one is really, yeah, we have to manage 
stress levels in the body and that is kind of what I do right we have that one stress that we feel that we know it's there it's the I'm running behind with my to-do list it's never ending my boss wants something for me my kids want to be dropped off at soccer and at the theater or wherever they want to go um I need to run the household I need to call my parents I need to maybe take care of my parents there's just a bajillion things going on um that is that stress that we feel, right? But then there is this underlying stress that um, is physiological, that's in the body, that is raising our stress hormones and that is causing imbalances in our body that we don't see, but we might very well feel because we have symptoms. One of them being sleep issues, either not being able to fall asleep or waking up in the middle of the night or waking up in the morning and still not feeling rested. And the biggest contributor there I see is gut health. If we're constantly stressed and not sleeping causes a ton of stress on the body, our protective gut lining actually breaks down and we are prone to increased gut permeability. That is called a leaky gut. So then we eat things um, that we might maybe be a little sensitive to that our body can't deal with. This then passes... Um, through the gut lining that is leaky and causes inflammation in the body. I see a lot of imbalance in the gut microbiome and the gut microbiome is so important, our good and bad gut bacteria, because they help us make feel good hormones, neurotransmitters that help us feel great. Um, and all those things get imbalanced just by an unhealthy gut and stress is a major contributor to unhealthy gut. Um, the other thing that happens if our gut microbiome is imbalanced for too long, our sex hormones become imbalanced. And stress, again, is another big contributor there as well. But if that happens, we might not, if we're too stressed or we don't have the right nutrients to make building blocks, either of hormones or neurotransmitters, we might eventually, um, as women have, an ovulatory cycle. So we might not have enough progesterone that month to offset estrogen. Then we start getting symptoms like PMS, breast tenderness, water retention, bloating, all these kinds of fun things that then affect not just our period, but maybe throughout us throughout the months. And then that can also impact our sleep. Um, and another thing I really see is uh, nutrient deficiencies. So that women... Um, I think in general, a lot of us are nutrient deficient, male or female alike, because our diets are in a lot of cases not great. We eat a lot of processed foods. Then I see people who are like, you know what, but I'm super healthy. I eat whatever, organic. I eat the nicest vegetables. I eat the best protein sources. I'm all good. Um, I, I don't think I have nutrient deficiencies. Potentially, you still do, because it's just our soils are so depleted. There's not that many nutrients in the food as that used to be. And what women often underestimate is if you've had a child, if you've been pregnant, you've nurtured another person in you. And that pulls so much out of your body because you're giving it to the baby. Then you might have breastfed after. And I often see that with women that the their nutrients are so depleted and that's why they cannot make proper neurotransmitters or hormones in certain ways that we need to support the body um, to get that back up and get that back in balance and then they do feel a lot better and that is why with all my clients I 
look at their gut. I look at their hormones. I look at their nutrients because I know that all that being imbalanced puts stress on the body and putting stress on the body raises cortisol. And if we're already not sleeping or we're burning the candle at both ends, we don't want cortisol to go any higher. We actually want it to come down in most cases or want the body to be able to balance it again and actually um, use it properly. So we can have that energy during the day and we can wind down at night and we can go to sleep and we can sleep through the night. Um, yeah, I hope this was this was insightful. Um, that's why I, I'm a women's sleep and health coach um, because I believe there's so many things in the female body that are delicately interconnected that you have to look at in one and you have to look at the different fires you know, that you have to fight that we have to um, extinguish and then get the body back in balance. And this is a, the physical part of it, for sure, the gut, the hormones, the thyroid, all these things, as much as it is our mindset, the way we deal with stress, um, the way we handle our day to day. And that is why I love to work with women to look at all of those things and make you feel great and give you the energy that you deserve to show up the way you want to. I hope this was helpful and I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sleep Like a Boss podcast with me, Anika Carroll. Be sure to follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts. We also invite you to play the game of sleep with us if you haven't done so at sleeplikeaboss.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only. We hope you enjoyed the episode and until next time and to a good night's sleep.